Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. If you're a creator, athlete, or entrepreneur, luck can only get you so far. Having the right skill sets are critical in your success. All Skill No Luck makes handcrafted, custom-designed flannel wear. Made in the United States and based here right in Oceanside, California. They pride themselves on quality, creativity, and attitude. The perfect brand for the Creative Brew. Use promo code CREATIVEBREW10 and get 10% off and free shipping within the United States. You can check them out at allskillnoluck.com. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading, and if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries and in areas of need in the United States. You can use promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order, and you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading. Or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com and let's start extracting hope together. And this show is brought to you by Tennessee Grappling Apparel based out of the Knoxville area. Lifestyle wear for the modern wrestler or grappler. Use the promo code CB10 on your next purchase at TennesseeGrapplingApparel.com. And welcome to a new episode of The Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Today, uh, on my sort of creative journey back home, uh, back in Cleveland, Tennessee, uh, I love being able to meet new artists, new musicians. And this is a um, actually a, a studio that I was able to connect with uh, online. And now finally get, getting to see them face to face is awesome. And then getting to uh, meet some new artists. So that's always that's always great. And I, like I said, uh, with the show, I definitely wanted to be able to highlight uh, different artists, um, musicians, creators, uh, wherever I go. And I love being able to promote and magnify them. So um, today we have, uh, we've, we've got MB um, or Beth. Yes. Uh, we've got Jared and we've got Kevin um, here. And we're going to be talking about their art, talking about the, um, the, the art partnership that's going on um, in Cleveland. And um, other things. So this is uh, really conversational. Um, heck, we can talk about anything. But um, <laughs> uh, without further ado, I'll let uh, I'll let them sort of share their story, and we'll we'll um, we'll, we'll go about our way. So um, whoever wants to start first, um, you can share your story. It's a quick little you know origin story about you, and then we'll will sort of go around, so it'll be like a little round table. So, Jarrett, if you want to, if you want to start, yeah. So, my name's Jarrett Blake Offit. Um, I'm a artist and musician, and uh, do sculpture, painting, mixed media work quite a bit. Um, generally, work in sort of like surrealism sort of capacity, but my interest in art really uh, lies in trying to push the boundaries of what it can be and capture ideas in whatever medium is going to attribute itself to that idea. Um, but I'm based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I've been fortunate enough to um, get to collaborate with Hetzel Gallery here in Cleveland. Awesome, awesome. And then Beth? Uh, yeah, um, my sister is not here today. Yeah. Like he, we're, we're, we're the team. Um, 
we're, we're, I'm missing her today because she's usually <laughs> my right hand yeah. person. Um, but yeah, we, we opened Hetzel Studio in 2019. Um, this is our third location <laughs> in <Wow>. Cleveland. <laughs> but it's the right location um, right now. Yeah. And um, we're doing good. Survived um, three, pan three pandemics and keep, well, one pandemic, three different... <laughs> Yeah. Waves and waves. Waves, yes, yes, never-ending waves. But um, we're still here, and uh, we get to work with a lot of awesome artists. And um, we've worked with Jarrett since almost day one. Um, almost, yeah. Almost, since yep. 2019. And uh, he's pretty much Johnny on the spot. I call him, the show's coming up. I don't think he sleeps. He <laughs> 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 makes work and comes. We, we love it. We, we really appreciate him, so... Yes. All right, good deal. And then Kevin. I'm Kevin Roberts. I'm originally from Cleveland. Uh, I had worked regionally as a performer for many years. Uh, came back to Cleveland and uh, got involved with the art scene, with the Art Is Here Partnership, which the Hetzel Art Gallery is a member of. Okay. Uh, it's a group of organizations and individual artists working together to promote the arts in Cleveland, Tennessee. That's great. That's great. Now, that, and I find that sort of amazing. I, I know from what I've what I've seen uh, online, I know uh, Cleveland is definitely trying to make more of a uh, renaissance with their with their art community, and uh, and I know it's great because like I said I know I'm originally from from here, and then being able to finally sort of see that really come to fruition now, it's it's great to see. Um, what you know, how, how long with the partnership? How long how long how long has that been going? Uh, it started shortly before COVID started, okay. about three years ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, the whole time, we've still been having meetings by Zoom, working toward getting a visual and performing arts center to be on the agenda for the town of Cleveland. Oh, that'd be that's awesome. That's the ultimate goal, yeah. but uh, there's a lot of but we've had the Hot Slaan yeah. Art Y'all Festival, yeah, the Comic Book cute. Pop Art Festival, mm -hmm. all of these things. Uh, you yeah. Know, yeah, I wish I was now. I wish I was there. I wish I was there for the uh, comic book and the pop art festival. I, I wish I was able to to, to check that out. Yeah, uh, fun. So, like I said, I'm a yeah. I'm a huge I'm a huge nerd, huge comic book sci-fi fan. We, we are too. No. <laughs> that's, why we, that's why we did it. You know, that event was set set to be an annual event. We had the first one in uh, 2020. Okay. Yeah. And um, it was awesome. We had it at the Holiday Inn and. Uh, you know, expected to have it every year, and you know, COVID put a halt on that. Yeah. But uh, to pick it back up again felt amazing. That's great. And it changed a little bit of format. You know, being an outdoor uh, festival. Yeah. And uh, we focused on a lot of kids, and we had uh, Jared there. We had Carrie. We had uh, several artists who uh, have workstations for the uh, free activities, and we had a, a grant and a. Artists Here Partnership uh, contributed, um, and the Arts and Education Business Council, okay. and we were able to uh, pull that off, and it was great. So I'm looking forward to that happening every year. Great. Now, with the with the partnership, how, how many members is, is in this? Is um, it? It's hard to say exactly how many members, because uh, you have organizations like Cleveland City Ballet, Cleveland mm -hmm. City Orchestra, uh, Sounds of Tennessee. Those have multiple members. Okay. So the groups, have, you know, they're in there, but then they also have individual members. But as far as individual artists, yeah, it's... There, there's still, like, memberships, sign-ups for general memberships. Uh-huh. Well. Um, 
And yeah, that's can, available uh, to anyone. Yeah, uh, the best the way details. to find us would be on Facebook. Okay. Just search Artists yeah. Here Partnership. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Beth, tell me a little bit about the studio, um, how this even came into fruition. Um, what was the the crazy ideal okay. of even putting a, a studio <laughs> out here? Uh, because I, I, I tell a lot of people, running a art studio, it, it's not... It is hard. It is. Thank it's, you. Thank you for and recognizing that. And people that. don't realize that. There's a lot of little things that, you know, to, to keep it running, um, make sure that it, you know, from a financial standpoint, make sure it's, it's actually doing something. Um, and then management, um, especially with all the things you're doing. But tell me how this even started and then what, what the studio actually offers. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, it was 2019, mm -hmm. um, late 2019. Um, my sister, well, I'll back it up a minute. My sister and I have always worked under Hetzel Studios. Yeah. At least since 1995. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then we were working commissions and we always worked together as mm -hmm. a team. You know, we would bounce commissions back and forth. Our email was Hetzel Studios. We just always, that's always what we've done. Yeah. And uh, we just worked in our two separate home studios collectively. And then um, about 2018, Becky started getting more um, classes. Uh, she taught uh, private art classes. Mm -hmm. And then she um, got uh, started doing a little bit of parties, you know, for her friends and church members and things like that. Yeah. And so she looked for a, a space, uh, like a larger space, and we found a little place on 25th Street. It was perfect, it was small, it had long, you know, it looked like a little tiny gallery. We're like, this is perfect. So we rented it initially just to show our art, have a home base, and um, do, our, do our classes. And that's when I started teaching. And to, uh, we had a grand opening. We are like, let's do a grand opening. We invited all our artist friends um, that we had shown with in the past, yeah. you know, um, Cleveland workspace artist, um, Chattanooga workspace artist, you know, a lot of mutual friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's throw down, let's have an art show. <laughs> and the turnout was incredible. And the art that came in was incredible. And when it was done, everybody said, when is the next one? That's how it all started. Yeah. It was that one statement. We were left invigorated, inspired, and everybody, it felt like everybody was depending on us to do that again. And so we had no intention of having an art gallery for other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that night we came up with three years worth of show. Uh, we, we just brain just boom, 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 boom. And, and in a week we had a business plan. Oh wow! And just didn't stop. Yeah, I think I think that that that, that tends to derail people, especially a, a lot of people in the creative community. And that this is something I generally get a lot of messages on, like, how do I get my first client, or like, mm -hmm. I've got my artwork. How do I even get this out? Or you know, even believing themselves that it's an actual viable and right. make it, and trying to get that first sale. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think a lot of people just. And maybe maybe y'all y'all can answer this a whole lot better than I can. But uh, how do you feel about you know having that you know that initial ideal, or maybe what was or I can Jared I can ask ask you what was like the the, the first moment where you had that piece of artwork and you, it actually sold and you felt like okay I can do this. Yeah. So um, I started out doing a lot of illustrations and stuff uh, for local bands mm -hmm. in Chattanooga. That was really the 
the first thing I started doing for money. Yeah. And uh, that whole thing just happened because people needed posters and album covers, and I was a musician myself, and I could do art. And uh, some of the posters actually got some notice, and I got a write-up in a local paper as a result, just talking about my processes and things like that, and my artwork that was um, outside of that illustrative graphic sort of style. Um, and from there, um, people just started reaching out to me and uh, booking like mostly like pop-ups. Okay. Um, so I'd go to events where there'd be live music or fire dancing or something, <laughs> and I'd bring you know a grip of all the weird stuff that I make, and uh, that's uh, really when that started going, um, that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna like pursue some gallery spaces and stuff like that and start hanging some of the larger work that um, I do. And, uh, you know, it's, but I've still, for me, I love events and people and like that sort of setting. So I still yeah. seek out those sort of social settings as an artist and that's where I get validated is getting to talk about the work and in those sort of settings. So. Yeah, that's cool. That's where I was leading um, with that as far as like, uh, I, I'm an introvert. A lot of artists are introverts. Yeah. And we work in our little corners of the world <laughs> in our studios. And it took me a long time to realize that being sociable and networking was a huge part of being successful as not just an artist, but whatever you want to do. Yeah. And uh, that's the hardest part for some people is putting yourself out there and meeting people. Um, but that's how we, we got to where we were able to do a large successful opening, grand opening, is because we had made friendships and networking and just getting out there and knowing people and kind of finding who you connect with. Yeah. And once you put yourself out there, you will find who you connect with. And it, like he said, it, uh, it motivates you to you know, keep going and showing up to the events and being part of it. Yeah. And now, you, you just brought up something um, with, and I know all this is, is you know, in our, you know, uh, 30s and 40s, um, but I know with the younger creators, um, they tend, they, they have a hard time sort of communicating at times about their work. Um, what would you, I mean, what, what are things, and I, I know you have, uh, a lot of younger artists that come in for class. Like, what, is there certain things that you say to them that to help them sort of build the confidence to to be yeah. able to communicate and share their work more? Because I know I know yeah. we have to do it out of necessity, mm -hmm. but a lot of the younger artists I've noticed they really have a tough time. Like, oh yeah, you know, exp you know, just communicating about yeah, their artwork. We, we work with a lot of kids, and especially me. Most of my students are teenagers. Yeah, and uh, for me, it's not really any one phrase or word or thing that I even think about. It's just organically sitting down and getting to know them and letting them talk. Yeah. And one, you know, once they feel comfortable and feel like they're not judged, that this is a learning process, and I let them see that I am um, like not, they love to see when I mess up stuff. <laughs> so I'll show them I'll yeah. show them some ugly artwork, you know, or I'll draw something in front of them that just looks terrible and they get a giggle out of it and then we sit there and collectively work on it. Yeah. There's things like that, you know, because I've been there, I'm still there sometimes where, you know, I feel insecure or, you know, I you know you know, and I can very easily put myself back to there. So I, I think the one thing that I tell them all the time is they're brave. Mm-hmm. 
because they are coming to a class, they're vulnerable, they're, they're drawing stuff in front of me, they're, and I, I tell them, when I was your age, I would have been mortified to do this, you are so brave. And that always kind of is an icebreaker with them. They connect with when I tell them that they're brave. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I just sort of noticed, especially with the younger younger mm -hmm. crowd, it's been it's sort of it sometimes could be a little hard to sort of you know mm -hmm. connect with them in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that, that's that's a great tip. That's something I, I may I may start doing more with some of the younger creators out there on the on the West Coast. Is yeah. because a lot of times they'll they'll pretty much they're in their own little world you know yeah. something they love drawing it could be anime or comics or whatever right. and they just head down and they're just they're just drawing like don't even look at it just exactly. <laughs> but um yeah that's that's a great tip that's awesome um kevin what about you as far as what was those moments like where you felt like you had something um viable you felt like you had a good idea and you're like okay this could actually work what, what was one of those moments um, well, I guess related to art, I, I listed myself as a performer, but I also yeah. do photography and graphic design. Okay. And uh, I've always been interested in the photography side of things. And whenever I went to New York, I started doing headshots for people. Okay. And uh, one of the restaurants that I worked at as a waiter, uh, of course, I worked as a waiter in New York. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you ain't seen, got no choice. <laughs> they had seen some of my photography, and they were opening up a new restaurant. I actually had the opportunity to photograph the town that this restaurant was going into and put some of my artwork into their space. Uh, so that was one of those moments where I was like, oh, people actually do appreciate what I do and yeah. would want to look at it on a regular basis. Yeah. So that, for me, was was one of those moments. So so you had been doing, so before that moment, have you, you'd been doing, I would assume you'd been doing photography and stuff before that moment actually. I, I dip into just about every artistic field there yeah. is yeah. from writing to painting. And I all, owe it all to my mother because she's one of those ultra creatives. Yeah. Uh, seriously, she gave birth to her, uh, my sister and I and just handed us some construction paper and glue and says, go at it. So. Yeah, that's, that's how my mom, that's how my mom is. She's, um, she, I, I actually started out sort of more towards the fine arts, you know, doing collages and paper machés and she taught me how to do all this stuff when I was little and then I sort of switched over to actual, you know, pencil and everything else and now, now more, uh, I'm, I'm a, uh, you know, designer, graphic designer and, mm -hmm digital illustrator, uh, illustrator, so I do more of that now. But um, yeah, ha yeah, definitely having uh, a parent like that that's able to, you know, have that that platform to be able to let you create and, and sort of develop those skills. Um, Try I, it all out. Yeah, I, I, I've sort of noticed a lot of people that may have creative abilities and they'll tell me all the time, like, hey, I used to be able to paint, or maybe they, they still they still do in some form or fashion, maybe they do, they do some kind of artwork, but they never had the the, the platform to be able to do that. And a lot of times they sort of let those skills sort of die off. You know, obviously, you know, you, you gotta, you know, people have their, you know, regular day job, they have other responsibilities, but I really feel like, you know, those gifts and abilities were, were given to you for, for a reason. And, and you have to be able to, to cultivate that uh, in some form or fashion. Um, you know, I'm not gonna say everybody's gonna be a, you know, a, you know, a professional photographer or, you know, designer, I'm not saying that, but, using those creative, you know, uh, faculties in some form or fashion, um, you know, you, you just have to constantly develop that. And I think a lot of people, 
have those abilities they just never you know had the platform to be able to do so so yeah definitely having a mom like like that being able to you know let you be who you are um i, I think that's probably the, the biggest thing huge um, yeah um so uh, Raised two very creative people. Oh yeah, yeah. My parents were so, very supportive. I mean, they always yeah. We we got art supplies and instruments for Christmas every year. Yep, so that's what we always got. Yeah, and I know you you bought. I know you already come from a artistic heritage. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we were we were cultivated by our, our grandma. Okay. A lot. Yeah. Um, she was really yeah, and and our mom just you know let us just play in our room and color for hours and hours and uh yeah they, they've always been very supportive yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. um so going back we'll we'll circle back around um what what are some i like i said i know everybody's got their own little thing going on but um and i can start with you jared what are some maybe some upcoming projects that that you're um uh, that you're working on right now yeah, so um, the most current thing that I'm working on is a uh, podcast called Dandy Chase and the Abominable Case. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's a surreal detective story, essentially. Yeah. Um, and it's, re- it's a result of uh, attending Poetry Night at Wonderlinger Art Gallery. Okay. Um, and so I'm not, I'm, I write songs, I don't really write like spoken word poetry. Yeah. Um, which, you know, everybody can debate, same thing, but whatever. <laughs> um, but so I started writing uh, this sort of like long narrative, Beowulf inspired, um, but in the way that I do things, very odd um, <laughs> story. And it sort of started just snowballing. And uh, so we started actually just recording it. Um, so it's got you know voice actors and narration and stuff. And so last night we were doing some of the sound effects for the uh, first episode. So that'll be upcoming um, for sure. And uh, then I also have an upcoming show here um, for the Shattered Images. Is that the- yeah? Okay. We set it for August twentieth. Okay. August twentieth. So I'll uh, have some work in here, some new work um, that I'm working on currently for this upcoming show. Awesome. And then. Beth, what do you got? What do you what do you have going uh, on? Well, uh, next weekend, next Sunday, um, we have a show. Uh, it's for uh, one of Becky's students. She's super talented, Emma Sullivan. Um, it'll be three people: uh, Emma and Kason and uh, Ty Kerr. Okay. Um, with sculptures, so um, that will be the twenty fourth, I believe, the Sunday. The okay. Following Sunday. That's that's the most upcoming thing, and then we have um, Shattered Images, which is a theme show, which is open to all artists. Okay. Um, and then we set that for August twentieth. Awesome. And what about you? Mimo, my current one is actually a performance thing. We've okay. got auditions actually this afternoon at Cleveland City Ballet for Heartstrings, which is a country music review. That's all that. Um, I will also be designing the set for it, <laughs> so. <laughs> but uh, that's the next thing on my list. Okay, awesome, awesome. Um, so we'll, we'll uh, sort of circle back around. Now I'm always sort of interested in people's inspiration or, or process behind certain things. Um, and anyone's sort of free to answer this. Um, what, like, what things 
um, inspire you? Like what things, like when you're doing maybe on a daily basis or maybe you're working on a certain project, like what things um, sort of light you up or maybe give it the, give you those inspirations to be able to produce uh, produce the artwork or, or performances or anything that you're that you're currently creating. Anyone's free to answer that. Uh, answer that. Well, I find inspiration just walking down the sidewalk yeah. a lot of times. Okay. Uh, I've always been one of those collector of weird objects and things okay. like that, which is good to have an artist like Ty Kerr and, yeah. and yeah. JB who can just hand off the stuff and say, here, I found this. But no, I, I like the idea of taking something that's just a random happenstance, especially my photography, mm -hmm. and just taking a picture of something that just happened to be there. So I guess you could say nature and real life. Awesome. What, what about you, Jared? Uh, most of my inspiration comes from, like I'm a very like cerebral sort of artist. So I get an idea and I can't let it go <laughs> until I make something with it. Um, and you know, it's like, you know, surely subconscious, you know. I, yeah. I, label myself a surrealist so i work a lot in that subconscious thing where there's gonna be um you know memories and books and film and all these you know music all of these things are gonna be way back in the coffers in the back of my brain yeah. that are just churning all the time um and so dolly was very interested in uh exploring dream realms and things like that. Yeah. Um, whereas my take on it is I want to be able to explore that subconscious thought and those ideas while I'm awake. Um, yeah. So it's not so much, you know, being dependent upon that unconscious self to explore those ideas as much as being able to mine those, you know, pools of resources that we have while we're consciously making these decisions and existing in, you know, where we exist in the real world, so. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what, what about you, Beth? Um, I am inspired almost all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can I not be? I mean, I'm surrounded by art all the time, yeah. every day, and I'm teaching it every day. Um, the downside is I have very little time to make it this past few years with having running a household, having children, having a zoo, a pet, <laughs> um, <laughs> and teaching. But I feel very fulfilled in the fact that I feel like I've created all day working with people and bringing out their best and and watching the work come come forth. I go home feeling like I've I've actually created things. Yeah. Um, but recently, uh, you know, I do have those inspirations all the time. And recently I started doing what I tell my students to do, practice what I preach, make and, and retain concept sketches and notes. And I was like, I'm telling them to do this and I'm not doing it. And so <laughs> yeah. I started doing it where I get an, insp an inspiration instead of letting it fleet off and just go away. I've been quickly just doing little a little doodle and writing notes beside it, you know, even if it's a compositional or it's you know something to do with shading or feeling, yeah. a distinctive feeling, and I've I've collected quite a few of those. So it's a matter of getting the time in the studio and then going full force at it when I get the chance. That's great. That's awesome. Um, so we'll circle back around again. Uh, this is something I ask all my guests. Um, 
my audience tend to, they, they love these, but uh, creative tips. So, and I'll let everybody get a chance to answer these. What are creative tips or tips um, that you can provide our audience? Uh, Jared, I'll let you go first. Yeah, um, so I think, like, be fearless in your work. Um, really, really lean into that person that you are. You know, if you want to, you know, make cartoons, make cartoons, you know. Um, there's no differentiation between valid and invalid art. Yeah. Um, so the only requirement is that you spend the time to work your craft. Um, you can perfect any craft and you can make any work substantial from, you know, Mickey Mouse to, you know, Sistine Chapel. It's all yeah. valid. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Walt Disney's made plenty of money. He's been validated <laughs> at this point. Um, it's all valid art. Um, it's just all about leaning into the craft that you find inspiring as an artist and really working that craft and learning those skills and putting the time in. Um, you, it's that 10,000 hours sort of, you know, old trope or whatever. Yeah. But you really you have to put time into the thing that you do um, in spite of yourself, in spite of wanting to, you know, watch your Netflix and stuff like that. You know, you want to invest into yourself and work your craft um, and it doesn't have to fit in anybody else's box. If you put the time into it, then it will show when you present it. Yeah, that's awesome. Beth, Beth what about you? Uh, I'm going to piggyback right off of that because <laughs> I've been nodding the whole time he's <laughs> been, been talking because uh, I would say number one is authenticity, um, staying, tr staying true to who you are mm -hmm. and what you're trying to create. Um, because as as a curator and as somebody who sees artwork all day long the things that jump out to me and the things that I want and absolutely like have to have are coming from people who have a very strong unique voice and they may doubt their work and most of the times they do but I see in it something nobody else is bringing me do you know what I mean it's just truly 100% them and authentic so mm -hmm. I say don't doubt your vision don't doubt your your work because that that is 100% authenticity um, and then secondly time invested in your craft I tell my students now I'm like you can be just beyond talented um, but if you don't put the work in those people who may not be as much talented as you are going to surpass you because they are working circles around you yeah trying to get better so you have to discipline yourself and dedicate time to to your craft so Great tip, great tip. What about you, Kevin? Well, this just fits in with what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. Is, <laughs> is do what you love, make what you love, um, and eventually you will find your audience that loves yes. the same things that you do, and that's who you're speaking to anyway. That's who you're communicating to. And that, for me, that's what art is. It's mm -hmm. making connections with other people. You, you could make art, and if nobody sees it, you've not really communicated anything. And for people who aren't verbal, or uh, maybe they're more visual, and that's how they communicate. It's, yeah. a, it's a different language that I think everybody has the uh, capacity for the language of art. It's just finding your voice. It's like you're finding your singing exactly. voice. Uh, yeah. It's the same as finding your, are you a painter, are you a sculptor, are you somebody who glues little 
pieces together, right. thousands of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and it Check may take boxes. a while to find. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? There are people that I work with who didn't really find their voice until their 50s yep. or 60s. And in that, even then, in the there's no age discrimination on art. Some people find themselves yeah. later in life. Some people find themselves earlier. But, um, yeah, I've, I've found that quite frequently with... Yeah, what they yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> try it all. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm huge on experimentation, and yeah. you know, keep seeing what works until you know you can get everything. Uh, you know, you you put yourself in the in the uh, sort of right niche where you feel like, okay, this is what I want to do. But yeah, keep experimenting, and, I, and don't be afraid of mistakes because sometimes those mistakes are the thing that spur you on to that next generation. Yeah, that's yeah. a great advice. A yeah. great tip is mistakes. A yeah. lot of lot of people and young people are just so afraid of making those little micro mistakes oh. that nobody's going to notice. Yeah. And uh, it's it's really small in the grand scheme of things. You can very easily turn those mistakes into something better. But yeah. I, I like what Jared said about being fearless because I feel like when you're fearless and you are authentic, not only with yourself, but what you're putting out there, it comes back to what he said about you gra start to gravitate those people that are connecting with your work, but they're also connecting to you. Yeah. So that's why it's important to be authentic in, in yourself and in your work, because mm -hmm. you will find the right people. If you go about everything people-pleasing, you are not gonna get very far. That's um, true. You really gotta dig down and just go, where is this coming from? Am I trying to please everybody? Am I trying to put on a face for Instagram? Am I trying to just fit in? Or what am I trying to do here? Yeah. You know? Um, so really dig deep and just be authentic. That's great. Those some awesome tips. I'm gonna have to uh, listen to, listen to this once this uh, finishes uh, recording. I'm like, okay, that's yeah, that's a good one. That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, before we before or actually before we sign off, I mean, what are these? Uh, what are some words of wisdom? Uh, something that maybe people catch wind of of, of the studio of what what y'all doing and. They catch this, um, you know, episode either in the next week or maybe in the next year or so. Um, what are some words of wisdom you could provide our audience, um, Jared? I'll let you take it away. Oh, this is a, words of wisdom. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> a big request here. Yep. Um, <laughs> words of wisdom. Gosh. Um, show people your stuff. Show people your stuff. You know, like they're. I, I have so many students. I teach like after school art courses and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I have so many students that they love making things, but the second it comes time to critique <laughs> yes. as a group and like stand up and like talk about what they've worked so hard on, yeah. the first thing they want to do is like tear it down or not show <laughs> it and talk about how bad it is and all this stuff. Like, you know, showcase your work somewhere in some way, even if it's whether you're posting on social media or you're finding gallery spaces to hang stuff, like show people your work because that's another way that you grow as an artist is understanding an audience. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you work in the field of visual arts, the point is to see it. It's visual. People have to see your work. That's part of what you're doing as an artist. 
So, you know, you have to learn how to do that as much as you have to learn how to paint it. Mm -hmm. um, so learn, and the first time you show it and the first time you do a critique, I mean, you may not be great at it, you know, and that's okay too. Um, and I, it's something I still work on. I still yeah. work on learning how to present myself um, in a professional capacity for sure. Yeah. I, I, I play it loose most of the time. Um, but, yeah, but it works for you. <laughs> but either way, you know, like show your work. Show your work to your mom. Show your work to somebody, you know. You know, graffiti on the side of the building. Whatever you got to do to show your work. And, uh, yeah. Um, but show your work and, and be confident in what you show and w be willing to learn from that experience as much as you know, learning how the materials and the mediums work, you have to also consider like you as a presenter. Yeah, that's great. So what about you, Beth? Um, I just want to say a little something about okay. what he said, then I'll, then I'll think of my own. Right. But I, I, as he's talking, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, that advice is actually really great. And the, pr the problem with it is, it's not even just the young kids or teenagers, it's everybody. It's that vulnerability. It is so frightening, especially if you're, you know, have anxiety or you are, you know, have a lot of self-doubt mm -hmm. or, you know, you aren't a very good socializer, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you're able to get in your head more and you're your own worst critic. So you think about all the negative things people are gonna say before you even show it to anybody and you ultimately shut down. Mm -hmm. I want to say like really fight those voices because they're lying to you for one yeah <laughs> it, it's a they're a liar um, because if you make yourself vulnerable yes you may have a small percent chance of getting hurt but you also have a greater percent chance of finding the people who are going to nurture you and support you because you are vulnerable and shared your artwork yeah um, that would be my best advice I think it's to just really fight those negative voices and participate in things. Yeah, that's great. What about, what about you? Goes hand in hand with, with this. But, <laughs> oh, but find find your people. Find yeah. that group. Yeah. Yeah. Surround yourself yeah. with other creatives who are supportive, who can also be honest yes. with you, yeah. and that you trust them. It's huge. Um, and you only get there by being vulnerable enough to show show your work and put yourself out there, and that's where you find the people. You and try. also be receptive to the other people. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're in that's the same boat. My favorite critique is when somebody that I respect is telling me I'm doing something wrong, because that means I can learn yeah. and I can grow. And like it's super important, you know. Like so what I'm saying. No, that's a that's a good point. Now, how do you decipher that? Like, like from a maybe a respected peer as opposed mm -hmm. to someone on the outside just a regular person like man this this is horrible like what uh like how, how do you decipher that 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 critique yeah it's like what you know kevin was uh referring to is like you build a community of people around you that you know are there to um, not troll you they're yeah. there because they want you to succeed and they want to be next to you when you're succeeding yeah. and vice versa mm -hmm. um so the differentiation there between the troll and your buddy that's trying to help you is the fact that you build relationships with people. Yeah. You build relationships and it and that's even, you know, in, you know, the digital age and the social media and stuff like that. If some rando that doesn't even follow me comments <laughs> on a photo and says, you know, you're the worst 
then I'm like, okay, I, don't care. I won't even, I won't even, I won't even delete the comment because Beth will jump on there and be like, you're an idiot, and comment back, and then they'll look dumb because, because we already know we got so many people have our back, yeah. you know. And it harks back to the you know showing your work. A lot of times you show your work to the people that you want to show it to because yeah. you want their feedback and stuff. Um, I do that a lot with Dandy Chase. Um, it gets edited by all my friends before I put a pin in it sort of deal. I'll yeah. send it to lots of people to read before I decide, okay, this is good enough to record. Um, and you know, even then, sometimes I'll chop it up even more because I want to um, challenge my audience as much as I want to challenge myself yeah. with my work. Um, so yeah, just that building that good community and you know, sometimes you know, you can build friends with the people that are like, oh, your work's ugly, this is stupid, it doesn't make any sense. And then you can come to them and be like, well, let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about this process and things like that. And then even if you don't sway their opinion about the piece, mm -hmm. which is fine, they can absolutely hate everything that I've ever done. Um, they at least have the opportunity to understand where my head's at and have a safe space to discuss it rather than you know just tearing it down because bad critiques are good a lot of the time um, because like I said it gives the, you an opportunity to grow yeah um, now they're not always valid <laughs> there's lots of times people hate to hate and that's yeah. okay too um, but when you respond to that hate with a little bit of love and a little understanding you're like I hear what you're saying but let me kind of talk to you about what I've done and then you know maybe you can understand it better. And then when you're like, oh, I still hate it. It's like, okay, get out of your troll. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go hang out with the people I yeah. like. And I think yeah. that's you know? why it's good to you know come to events and shows, not just at our place, but uh, other places as well, where artists that you like are showing, or to meet new artists and go actually talk to the people who create these things. When, when you're looking at it and you have the artist standing right there being able to tell you about it, that's a very unique experience that yeah. you can experience for free on any, you know, any time their artists are here, you know, which are show days. Um, and it is a unique experience to get to talk to them. And many times I've seen people looking at the artwork and then as soon as they are talking to the artist who is making it, their eyes are wider, they're looking at it like just really taking it in and it makes more sense and um there's that they've not just connected the artwork they've connected the artist with it and that's yeah. really magical to see as a curator that's great that's great so before we sign off um how can people get in contact with with all of you uh everything you've got going on um, and like I said, I'm I, I, and I, I'm in gratitude of being able to, you know, have the opportunity to, to sit down with with all y'all too, and and you know I, I've made you know new friends in my artistic, uh, my my creative community now. So uh, yeah, once you're once you're a guest on the Creative Brew, you're you're in there for life. So, um, uh, but how can how can our audience get in contact with with uh, with with everyone, and and um, you know what's the best ways of connecting? Uh, Jared, I'll let you go first. Yeah, um, just really, <laughs> we, we're we all pretty connected, so just look me up on any social media, send me a, a personal message on there, and that's usually just the best way to, to get in touch with me. It's J-E-R-E-T-T, -T, last name's O-F-F-U-T-T. -T. 
Okay. Jared Offit. Um, yeah, I'm on all all the social media stuff. Don't really do the TikTok. I'm not a great dancer, so it's not my platform. <laughs> we have a TikTok. Um, I never. Yeah. I, I want to see though. I want to see. My dad loves it. I want to see a stop motion video of you, you creating something. I yeah. To see we that. Should, oh, like, we should be good on TikTok. TikTok Maybe. More. Yeah. I mean, I have it too, and I don't use it. I should do a lot of stuff more, but. Um, <laughs> Me too. That's what I do on TikTok. I make, I make little hand-drawn coffee cups. Yeah. And uh, I'll just go do a, a just a start a sketch to the actual finished thing and just, you know, add in some music and stuff like that. This sounds like so much work. I know. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want to make weird rabbit sculptures. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our own, you know. So, yeah, uh, social media is a good way to... Uh, see you know anything that i'm working on any shows that i have upcoming i always post everything on there um, i'm not super diligent about it it's not my passion by any means um i like the realm of tangibility but it's a good way to get in contact with me so awesome and then beth uh, we're hetzel art studios on all social media okay. uh, facebook instagram and our email is hetzel art studios at gmail um, hetzelartstudios.com um, it's all Hetzel Art Studios, um, so any way you want to get a hold of us is perfectly fine. All right, cool. And then how, how do people reach out with, with you? Well, for me personally, you can find me on Facebook under Kevin Maurice Roberts. Right. Um, but as far as the Artists Here Partnership, you can uh, go to artistsherepartnership at gmail.com. That's their email. Uh, or also on Facebook, Artists Here Partnership. Uh, we also have a uh, registry, an artist registry in town, which is artisheretn.com. Uh, and we invite any local Cleveland, Tennessee artists to register, to, to put their information, like their Facebook and things. That's, you need to do that, JB. I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we can say, I've been listening to all this stuff you've been going over. I'm like, I haven't, I need to get on well, it. The registry is great for collaborating the whole. Uh, point of getting it done in the first place was to be able to connect people and businesses you have to find with other the artists people. that they're looking yeah. for. Not just visual artists, but dancers, performers, musicians. Mm -hmm. um, so that way it's, it's, a, it's a whole uh, directory yeah. um, for anybody to go and find who they're looking for. So okay. um, if you want to get found as an artist, sign that registry. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you got to put yourself out there. Yeah, that's it. Put yourself out there. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you probably got some really talented people around here that you have no idea because they don't coming, see it. They're still coming, and it's, it's wonderful. And, you know, Cleveland's growing so yeah. so fast. And, uh, you know, the artwork that comes in here on a monthly basis just blows us away. And it's like right here in Cleveland. So yeah. it's been an honor for us to, to show it and showcase it and, you know, show off the local talent. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's great. So, so with with that uh, registry, is that just located for Cleveland, or can it be like Ottawa or China? Like, I didn't know if it was um, just, just. It would be open to the surrounding areas, okay. absolutely. Okay. That, that's um, how I word it. He, even here, uh, even the art, you know, we have some artists from surrounding areas, yeah. Ottawa, okay. um, some Chattanooga. Uh, you know, surrounding areas is a good way to. Yeah. Okay. Because we're all one. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Well, this has been an uh, awesome episode. Um, this episode will release uh, probably next week, uh, but this will be available on uh, all my social media platforms. It will be available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, uh, and then this will also release uh, later. I'm trying to figure out 
on a later date, but this will be on my radio show as well uh, with heliumradio.com. So it'll be all over the airwaves. Um, and then uh, on that, if you want to figure out ways of supporting the show, different ways of doing that, um, if you're interested in a sponsorship, if you want to sponsor the show, uh, please send me a DM on Instagram. If you want to, for the price of a cup of coffee, if you want to support this episode or maybe future episodes, uh, go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash the creative brew. And for the price of a cup of coffee, you know, maybe add it in with inflation, uh, you can um, support this episode. So um, different ways of, of um, you know, supporting the show, supporting the arts, supporting creativity um, at its finest. And like I said, I've got a, a very appreciative of being able to meet Kevin, Jarrett, uh, Beth uh, on my on my travels uh, back here to my hometown. So it's been definitely been a pleasure um, getting to meet new people and and now they're in my circle now. So um, I've always now I've got a now I've got a you know stalk them on, on yeah. Instagram and, and Facebook and everything now. Well, I can uh, stalk you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> make sure you get the TikToks going. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> but uh, other than that, hey, this has been a great. Uh, another great episode of the Creative Brew. Once again, be creative, stay inspired. Life is about to give you ups and downs, all the wins and the outs and the smiles and frowns. They will tell you to settle down, stay on the ground. But no, I won't take it. No, we won't take it.